Hello and welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good whatever time you're listening. It's Hoops Dramas Podcast. Adam Schalfer joined by Leo Coleman. We're talking about the NBA offseason uh, first bonus episode of uh, free agency. And so it's uh, about, uh, you know, 14, 16, something like that hours into free agency. It's uh, 10 o'clock on Friday morning, central time. And so uh, we're, we're breaking it down. What's happened so far? Leo, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, uh, I, I mean, I can't complain. Living the dream, my friend. How about yourself? The dream is not going to live itself. So it's a responsibility and a privilege for us to live that dream. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let, let's get right into it. All right. But before we get right into it, we got to let you know, today's episode of Hoops Round is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler, newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow. Hate your favorite team. Rising Tide that lifts all boats. Check them out on social media. That's sportsdrink.org or you go on the Instagram. It's sportsdrink with no vowels. Sportsdrink spelled sportsdrink without the vowels. Anyway, uh, yeah, man, let's start with the biggest news, um, and that is nothing that has actually happened yet, but Rome was never built, and it has already fallen. It, it's it's like the Death Star that got destroyed before it was like the construction was done. Uh, Kevin Durant has requested a trade, and this comes just days after Kyrie Irving resigns. Uh Leo, I'm going to go ahead and go on record and saying that this is the most disappointing team of my lifetime as a basketball fan. It might be the most disappointing team ever when you consider that this was a team expected to make a run to the NBA finals uh, just not that long ago. And then, you know, you had Harden, Kyrie and KD on the same team. And now it's, I guess Ben Simmons in Kyrie Irving and Katie for now. Um, yeah. What, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? Uh, unfortunate. Um, I mean, you, 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 you hear those three big names and you're like, wow, like uh, I am like super excited to see what this team can do. Uh, and I think they had all the pieces um, as far as making a run, but I mean, um, what you see on paper is just that what it is. It's on paper. It translating to the floor is completely different. You know, I know. Um, and it, and looking back on it, as you ask, it, um, you know, th- those guys never. There was, I just, I'm not gonna say never, but um, there wasn't really a chance for them to play together all, um, like play together on the floor and. Kind of develop a chemistry and what ended up happening is the chemistry that, that they did have it looks as if you know um Kevin Durant was like you know what I just I just don't want to be a part of this you know you, you, you never know what, what goes on behind the scenes in the locker room uh, I feel for Nash you know um uh, but as to, to your point about it being a disappointing franchise uh I can I can agree with that uh, I'm just interested in knowing 
like more of the behind the scenes stuff, you know, the the, the front office as far as like, you know, um, what went wrong there. You can't put it all on the players. You know, Kevin Durant's leaving for a reason. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it has anything to do with Kyrie Irving. Uh, I just think it's just the, the, the organization as a whole. What, what about you? What you think? Yeah, you know, um, if he doesn't step on that line, taking that, you know, turnaround shot against Milwaukee, maybe we aren't here right now, you know? Yeah. It, it's crazy. He, he said he's got too big a feet. But, you know, they hit that shot, they knock off the Bucks, And then they probably beat the Hawks and go to the championship and play against the Suns. But that's not how it went down, you know, but it makes that shot really stand out. Like in hindsight now from a basketball standpoint, there was every reason for this uh, to work just because you, that you have that kind of scoring on the floor, but it, it does make me wonder, like, what is the relationship truly like what's PR and what's real? It's hard to decipher um, unless you have a personal relationship with these guys and they're you're in the inner circle, but what is the nature of the relationship right now between Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and even James Harden, James Harden's trying to make a push. Uh, or James Harden is uh, supposedly willing to take less money this off season because he wants to try to focus on winning a championship, help the Sixers bring in the right pieces and beads making a push to bring him to Philly. So that would be like the third time they played together. That's very interesting. I've also heard that Kyrie and KD don't really have an issue with each other and that they want to play with together, but maybe somewhere else. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen, but I don't know how much is like honest and how much is, people just saying something because clearly something went wrong. Um, there's a reason they don't want to be there anymore. And like, they have the pieces, like you said, there must be something else because like on paper, it's still a fine situation with Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving and um, Kevin Durant, assuming everyone plays like those are three really good basketball players. And then, you just kind of fill out the rest of the roster, which isn't that far off. Um, but I guess I was just kind of shocked to see this happen just a few days after Kyrie resigns. Um, and it is damning for a franchise that doesn't have, a, I believe it's the next four years, first round picks. Um, but getting into some potential destinations, the two I saw in the original Woj bomb, uh, Phoenix, and Miami, Phoenix is extremely interesting because, you know, they're in this kind of like showdown with DeAndre Ayton. He wants the max. He deserves a max. And it doesn't seem like they want to give, give him one. And so you can do a sign and trade there where you send Ayton uh, to the Nets and you can easily kind of make that money work. And then I think the Suns would have to send a little bit more than that, too. You can't just send. Uh, Aiton, but then the Nets get a promising star, a guy who uh, you can kind of uh, a core piece, to say the least. Um, and then yeah. you, you, you'd have to get something else. 
I'll, I'll, I'll just say this too. Um, I mean, Kevin Durant to Phoenix, if that were to happen, I, I think that would definitely like put them over the top because um, the, the, the thing is, just to jump back a minute, when you when when, he, when it comes to these players um, and them deciding on their futures and their careers, um, there's that long term approach, you know, it's like, hey, you know, if you do X, Y, Z, it pretty much is like the, the potential outcomes of you making this decision, making this decision. And I mean, so I'll ask you this, like Kevin Durant requests a trade. What happens? What What's the worst that could happen if no one grants, if they don't grant his trade request? He stays with the Brooklyn Nets, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I feel like that's an interesting question because you look at. I don't think it'll go this way, but you look at how James Harden handled it last year. Maybe it was a couple of years ago, but when he was uh, at the end with Houston, yeah. So I guess it was a couple of years ago, but at the end of, with Houston, he just didn't show up. I don't think Kevin Durant's that kind of guy. I think KD is going to show up, and he, he wants to play. Um, and I don't think. With that, that being said. With that being said, you know, you don't want to risk getting yourself hurt when you're requesting a trade. Yeah. So that that, that will devalue, devalue you. And I, I don't want to sit here and say he wouldn't show up. Uh, I mean, him and he and James Harden have two different types of personalities. I just think looking back on it, James Harden, he, he – he found a reason not to show up. And I think that reason is, hey, you know, you, you know I don't want to be here. Find me a place to go so I can go there and we can part ways. But, um, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of, like, small details behind the scenes. And uh, Kevin Durant wants to, you know, I, I mean, I don't know Kevin Durant, but just if our, me personally, were in Kevin Durant's um, position being one of the best basketball players in the world, seeing what all the other uh, basketball business minded players are doing. You know, your, your LeBron Jameses, your, um, I mean, even James Harden, Kyrie Irving, you know, they're just trying to use their talent as leverage to put themselves in the best possible situation. Whereas, you know, you know your Warriors. That's just a great organization. You know, they, you, like you know, they just got a good situation over there. The Bucks. I feel like they had a good, a great organization as well, as far as like how to, how how to keep their best happy. You know, so uh, again, that that by me saying that, that falls on to Brooklyn. Uh, and if he's requesting to go to Miami, but based off what I heard, Miami and Phoenix are his preferred destinations those are two great organizations who have who have success so yeah and i and i think that they're both teams that are extremely close you know yeah and so uh it makes sense and i think kd has gone through such an interesting uh last few years really i mean going all the way back to when he left okc it's been kind of a wild ride and he's seen his image changed so much you know he turned into a super villain uh and then i i think he was a little maybe hurt because it seemed like you know the okc kd was like really friendly but he's had these quick cryptic tweets like not too long ago he said something like i've been dead since i 
went to Golden State or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I think he means like dead in the eyes of uh, like social media. You know, like the fans really kind of turned on him, and then he was like, "Whatever, I'm just gonna kind of, you know, do me." Would you expect? I mean, would you say the fans of LeBron have done the same thing? I mean, or people have been the same with LeBron, but look at taking the basketball out of it, like take take basketball away from LeBron James, Kevin Durant, um, Cristiano Ronaldo. what have these guys accomplished? You know, and they they are successful businessmen. You know, LeBron James is the only active player, like in basketball, who is a billionaire. Like LeBron, he like yes, obviously he wants to uh, win more championships, but it's it's he, and he'll say it's bigger than basketball. You know, yeah. basketball is just his uh, his uh, his avenue, his tool, his instrument to attain what he ultimately wants to uh, obtain. So. I think Kevin Durant's kind of going that same route, and LeBron, LeBron kind of—I mean, listen, our generation of watching basketball—he kind of set that stage when he made that move to Miami. You know, it was—it was a business—it was a business move. Yeah, um, but I, I like that. This is like a easier to digest move for the fans if he goes to Phoenix or he goes to Miami because those are teams that are close. That's not a team that just won seventy-three games. You know. And yeah, I, yeah. I don't think the flack was fair when he got all the um, people that really didn't like him then leaving the Warriors. And it's like, well, what do you, you want? But you can't please you everybody, man. And that's – that's can't, you, can't. you can't. But you don't think I, – I believe wholeheartedly Kevin Durant was already had up in his mind, Not probably not made up, but I had already had in his mind that he was going to the Golden State despite them – before they even won those stadium three games. Interesting. Well, you knew he was going there, and then, and then that put it over the top. Yeah, that's a great team. And then he goes there, and then he leaves. I mean, that's another business. It, it was either Kevin Durant or Draymond Green, you know. So, Karen, let, let me just get out of here, bro. You can have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it all worked for the Warriors. It uh, did. There you go. But, yeah, man. The uh, the second big one, and we're not going to go too crazy today, you know, because there's still so much that will happen. But uh, we got to talk about the Deontay Murray trade. Uh, I got to say that, man, my first reaction is the Hawks probably got a top three backcourt in the NBA and maybe the best backcourt in the East now. And that happened in a real hurry. Hawks uh, got Jock Landell, who I've never heard of. Uh, and DeJounte Murray for Danilo Gallinari, uh, who has either been waived or expected to be waived already. Um, and then a first round pick from via Charlotte from New York that is protected 2023, a 2025 first round pick, a 2026 pick swap, and a 2027 first round pick. First of all, I think that the Hawks. Uh, I mean, the picks are great. Yeah, the picks are great. That's what makes it a fair deal. But like right now, geez, they just pretty much like got Deontay Murray and plugged him next because they weren't going to – Gallinari is not as spry as he used to be, you know, and he's already getting waived. But you just put Trey Young and, I mean, Deontay Murray reminds me of like uh, maybe more controlled Russell Westbrook. He's an organic triple double waiting to happen every night, you know? Um, but I think that that just makes the team so much better defensively, man. 
I, I was I was kind of stoked by that move. What what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I look at it as far as like um, it's a, it's a good move for the Hawks, um, especially in credit to the Hawks organization for knowing like, hey, now is the time to strike. You know, we uh they made the playoffs, they, they made a good run in the playoffs, and they're just kind of like building on their success. And Deontay Murray is a great pickup because he adds defense. Uh, he gives Trey Young the ability to uh, rest, you know, and play off ball, yeah. which is going to take him to the next level. Um, yeah, man, because uh, they they uh, it, uh, they lost the line right, um, so bringing in Deontay Murray was a huge, it's a huge pickup. It's a huge pickup. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I hope they can build on it. So now they're starting five is projected to look like what Trey Young. Deontay Murray, Hunter, Collins and Capella. Collins and Capella. You can you can even like, I mean, they're almost built like the Warriors. Uh, you yeah. can you don't have to start those two bigs down there. Uh, you could what they still got Cam Reddish too. I think he's gonna have a good year. Did he get traded or he, he's still there? Right. Uh, I thought he got moved. Yeah, I'm double check. Yeah, he's on the Knicks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I expect him to have a big year too. Um but yeah, man, that's a that's a nasty young squad. And um I mean I always like youth dudes because they don't they don't they don't have any bad habits. <laughs> you, you know, they just you, you teach them and that's a nice young core. Um so I they, they still have some moves to make uh, depth-wise. Um, there's, there's, some bo- there's some big boys in the East. So I don't I, – I, I know in, in our in the Hoop Shadamas group chat, uh, someone said that they were now a contender. And I was like, I don't know. Because you still got old Giannis up there. Yeah, you, <laughs> you do. Still got, you still got uh, the heat down there. Um, the Celtics, uh, who are going to be a little pissed off. Um, so yeah, yeah, man, that, that, yeah, I, I like, I, I like that move. Year. Try to get Kevin mm-hmm. Durant, they got the assets. Who the Celtics, the, the Hawks? Oh, the Hawks. Oh, I, I mean, I, I bet they do try to make a push, it's just a matter of what if they can pull it off. But they got some pieces to offer you. Throw Capella, Collins, give them the, give them the house. <laughs> and I, I think oh, yeah, 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 teams yeah. are gonna have to offer. Um, KD, man. That's KD. I will. So this is one that uh, I have mixed feelings about just as a basketball fan, because I always root for uh, players I've seen play in high school. And now two of them are on the Knicks. Two of my Chicago guys are on the Knicks. Obviously they already had Derrick Rose, but now Jalen Brunson gets a bag uh, rightfully so. And so, uh, yeah, four years, 104 mil. And Jalen Brunson got four million for four years for uh 104 million. Yeah. So why do you have mixed feelings about that? Um, because I'm a Bulls fan and now I have to root for the Knicks. <laughs> okay, all right. Now now it makes sense. I was like, yeah. I know you're not trying to be upset. This guy just got paid. No, no, he deserves that money. <laughs> and it's a great situation for him. His dad's on the coaching staff, his dad played for the Knicks. Uh Thibodeau's great with point guards. Uh, it makes all the sense in the world. 
I don't think that, uh, and I, I think he's the long-term solution with the Knicks, but I don't know. Say that again. He starts. He'll end up starting, huh? Oh, yeah, he'll be starting, yeah. He'll be starting. He's going to be running that offense for years to come, and I think he'll do a good job. I just don't have much faith in the rest of the Knicks. I, I don't have much faith in Julius Randle. Um, it's really inconsistent. I, I feel like he got exposed uh, when they made the playoffs and ran into the Hawks. Um, but anyway, uh Dallas, you know, obviously they, they made the pickup for Christian Wood, which I love, but now Dallas, you know, they'll, they'll have Tim Hardaway, a healthy Tim Hardaway, but that's a team now where I'm like, you got to get somebody like that to help Luka Doncic because having that second really good ball handler um, and shooter, like he doesn't have to be anything crazy, but I think the Mavs are really going to miss uh, what Brunson brought to the table. Well, you, you know, I mean, yeah, Jalen Brunson was definitely special, but the thing about basketball, which you can you can see fantasy when you if you play fantasy basketball, is there, the the league is full of guards. You can find somebody to put in that spot. He's not going to replace Jalen Brunson, but you can find another secondary ball who just can. Just, just bring the ball up the floor, you know. Your Shabazz Napiers, you know. Your um, your um, Dante you know, Divincenzo uh, potentially, who's uh, not going to be back with the Kings. He might be a good one. Yeah, man, just like those solid, you know, backup guards. Uh, the Mavs, they also got Javale McGee. I think. I mean, and that's a good pick. Yeah, it is. I think you, if you get that backup guard, I think the Mavs got better, man. Like that JaVale McGee is huge. Christian Wood is huge. Because that's what we spoke about that is, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, if the, uh, the what the math needed was just like a strong inside presence. And, I mean, JaVale McGee, I wouldn't say he's a, like a go-to guy down there. Or, and I'm eager to see how they use Christian Wood. But, like, that they, they got better. They, 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 they definitely got better uh, as far as, you know, their depth chart. Yeah, yeah, and getting Hardaway back is huge because he's such oh, yeah. an incredible scorer. Um, yeah, so we're, there's still a lot to happen, you know. Um, yep. So just touching on a few, and let me know if there's any ones you want to touch on. Uh, but real quick, I, I like the Kyle Anderson to the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gives them some defense. Bruce Brown to the Nuggets uh, adds another shooter, uh, athletic pick up for them they're they're doing some things over there you know with the uh kcp bringing him in uh you lose monty morris but uh they're improving their wing defense uh love to see gary payton jr sign a three-year deal but portland yeah i'm yeah i'm I'm a little surprised he left but yeah portland money man money that this dude came from the g league got you know, cut, then he got back on the team. And if, if someone offers you a three-year deal, you take it, bro. Yeah. Joe Ingles to the Bucks, great fit. I like that one, too. I like that one, too. And then um, I, the guy I really wanted the Bulls to target, and it's not happening because uh, he already re-signed with Orlando. I really wanted Mo Bamba 
but hey, I'll take uh, Andre Drummond. And, you know, speaking of the group chat, it seems like I'm a little higher on Drummond than some people. Uh, he's not – like, he didn't change. Just the game, like, changed. And now people – but he's kind of gotten blacklisted on unfairly. But the fact of the matter is the dude's, like, still – maybe the best rebounder in the world. Like he just gobbles boards. Um, I'm a, I wonder what he, his rebounding numbers were per 36 last season. Cause you know, he was a very important backup when Embiid was out, but yeah, per 36 minutes, he's only 28. He got 16 and a half rebounds per 36 minutes. He's 28 years old. Like the Bulls have been stuck with a very bad uh, Tristan Thompson. And the reason, the only reason they brought in Tristan Thompson was because how bad Tony Bradley was. The Bulls needed someone who could come in there and actually defend the rim and get rebounds when Vucevic was on the bench. And you bring in a dude like this, 6'10, 280, it helps you against, it, he's not going to solve the issue but it helps you against the Giannis's and the Embiid's and the Bam out of bios and uh, the Robert Williams and the real challenging bigs that you kind of have to go through in the East. And so even though it's not, you know, a make us a contender move for the bulls, it's a really nice uh, addition to the depth and it makes the structure of the team as a whole, a lot more secure. And so I, I love that move as a Bulls fan. How long did they sign him for? Two years and only six mil. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that I think that's a solid move. Uh PJ Tucker to the Sixers, three years, 33 mil. Um he's kind of old, but hey, <laughs> I get it. They need they need that toughness up there in Philly. And apparently they need other Daryl Morey guys because then he, he he gets his uh you know former Houston Rocket and Tucker and then he adds uh, Daniel House, uh former Houston Rocket, um. And then I'm seeing, that is, uh, but yeah, I think the, the, those are the big ones so far. I do like you know Jay Crowder going back to Miami, um. College teammate of Jimmy Butler, toughness, three point shooting help them get to the finals um feeds fits the heat culture so heat white hat yeah <laughs> well this is uh you got anything else to add um you know we'll have shorter episodes the next uh, few episodes because we're kind of checking in on stuff um so just kind of wrapping around anything else you want to add no i mean it has been exciting First day, uh, uh, first couple of days of free agency, you know, looped in with the draft, which we haven't even touched on. Uh, that was that was true. Pretty exciting as well. Uh, but we'll get to that. Um, uh, other than that, I mean, I'm just excited to see what what's to come and how how the league is going to be shaped once the you know once the, once the season begins. And it, it that's that's what the NBA does a good job is. Uh, I was talking to a guy the other day. Uh, oh, actually, my high school coach, telling him, you know, he was like, "Well, uh, we wrapped up the summer league circuit," and he was like, "Well, that's it, that's it for the summer." I was like, I was "Like, coach, basketball is never over." I said, "Now we go to the film room. <laughs> now, now we're here studying." So my point to him was, and my point to you, 
the my who should on this audience is basketball is a year-round sport so yep. stay tuned stay yeah tuned. we'll be back we'll be back real soon we love you all right talk to you later man all right peace